What's up, everybody? Welcome to the All Right Take 5 podcast. I am your host, Andy Gomez. Thanks for tuning in. Today's episode, I had my good friend, Ingve Nunez, Shreddy Kruger himself, ladies and gentlemen. If you guys know Ingve, you know this man is a monster on guitar. He is the guitarist for the Tech Death, the local Tech Death band, Transcendent. The song you're hearing right now in the background is their latest single, Somnifage Incursion. Dude, with a name like that for a song title, you know this thing's fucking tech. So I got to sit in with my good friend Ingve, and we started talking. Before we hit record, we started talking about before and how the scene used to be, the gatekeepers. And uh, then we started talking about the importance of today's day and age musicians to do everything DIY. We don't need record labels anymore. We don't need record companies. We can do it all at home. So we really got into detail with that and how he, uh, like I said, these guys from Transcendent recorded their single all by themselves. They released a new lyric uh, video that's on, on YouTube. Make sure you check that out. Again, all DIY. These guys are killer. Make sure to check them out. Then we started talking into more about uh, what got him to, into playing guitar and how young he started, which is insane. Uh, really interesting backstory on Ingve. so... That was really fun to learn and, and talk about. And then we started talking about his influences. The initial plan was to talk to Ingve about death metal, because me and him, that's usually what we talk about. But then we started going into an avenue about the lost art of shred. And it's the truth. We kind of lost the art of shredding, man. Back in the day, we had so many guitar shredders that we worshipped and idolized. And that kind of died completely almost. And now we're back. Almost the same thing where we're at now. We have so many talented, talented guitars out there. And we're starting to get the artist shred back. So, uh, sit tight. Tune in. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode as much as I did. So, let's kick the music. Let's get started. Before we started hitting recording, we already touched on really good topics. Um, talking about the gatekeepers, everything, the seeing how it used to be, um, and doing everything yourself now, right? So that's how it is now. Like um, we don't need labels anymore. We don't need the so much promotion. We don't need the big fancy record deal anymore. Everyone could just release their own stuff. We don't even need the fancy studios going anymore. Uh, you do everything here at home. You know, I mean, we're in this room right now. Everything you need, dude, you have right here. Yeah, right? pretty much. Uh, everything you need. And it's so easy now uh, with the day we live in, the age we live in now to just share it. And, I mean, I've seen it. I've released stuff, and I have people listening to me in Indonesia. You know, and I have people messaging me like, hey, man, sounds brutal. I'm like, oh, shit, that's crazy. 
Wow, yeah. that's really cool. Like I'm, <laughs> you could put a map in front of me. I can't point where Indonesia is, but <laughs> 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 but yeah. someone from there is is listening to my stuff and they dig it. You know, that's cool. Uh, or or parts in Asia, I had this one guy asking me, we "We're gonna release tapes." I'm like, "That's crazy!" Wow, right? Yeah, and all it takes is just doing some fucking Google research, paying a little bit of money here and there, and boom. Your Lots single, your hours. album, everything, worldwide. Yep. And it's all doing it yourself. It's all DIY, you know. And um, like I said, the, the track you guys released with uh, with your band, Transcendent, killer, killer, killer stuff. You guys, thanks, man, are insane. Like I said, it makes me want to quit playing guitar. Because I'm like, <laughs> by the time I get to you guys' level, you guys are gonna be gods. Man, you know, speaking about that release. Talking about the DIY, um, that was my first attempt ever at making a video. Really? Yeah. It looked killer. What did you what, did you use something special? Were you um, using? I was gonna ask. You, I was gonna ask you what program we're using. Yeah. Um, I did a little bit of research, just like anything you know that you want to do yourself. And the one that I settled for is a video software that's a Sony uh, Movie Studio okay. sixteen. The reason I settled on that one is uh, they have different versions of it. Yeah. Um, they do different stuff, but this one, because I'm kind of more of an analog guy. Okay. You know, I like to have all the stuff pre-done and not have to do a whole lot of stuff afterwards. Cause I think it gets complicated that way. Yeah. And then you, it, it, you, once you do that, you never stop. Yeah. Right. Yes. You never stop. Cause you go, this isn't good enough. This isn't good enough. This isn't good. It could be better. Right. It could be better. It can be better. And that, that gets expensive. It, it really does. <laughs> it really does. You yeah. waste a lot of time and money, but by doing the way you did it, it's, uh, you put the plug to, you know, that's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. it. It at least, uh, I try to do all the, the majority of the work ahead of time before actually starting okay. to engage it. So because I'm a kind of more of an analog guy, uh, I like this one because what it has is it has a little more options as far as effects. Like, they're all in there. The others, you have to, it's like a gimmick, man. They make you seem like you're buying the suite and you have everything available to you. But most of them, there's a ton of plugins, basically, yeah. that you have to get on the side. So um, this one just came basically with more options as far as effects are already integrated. They're a part of it. And my video stuff, this videos stuff that I plan on doing, it's really simple. Like mm -hmm. I, I just basically need help with the transitions from one video to the other. Okay. And that program worked out really well. It looks killer. Yeah. Um, I shocked myself. I couldn't <laughs> believe <laughs> I couldn't believe that like I put that video together. But um yeah, you know, we have a lot of options because of technology today and uh Anyone that wants to engage in this kind of stuff, you kind of have to go into it knowing you're going to have to do hours, man, of research. Oh, yeah. Hours and hours of research because it's all a different language. For sure. Everything. From playing an instrument, it's one language. And then putting something together with other people that have their own thoughts, that's another language you got to learn. Then you want to start recording. That's a completely different language. <laughs> yeah. Next thing you know, you're fluent in six different languages just to record one fucking song. No, dude, that's a that's a really, really fucking good point. Uh, no one really talks about that. Yeah. It's the fucking truth. Because, yeah, I, I mean, I just, I'm guilty of it right now. I said it right now. It's so easy to do it. I, I use that word, so easy. It's not easy. Yeah. It 
does require a lot of work. It does require a lot of research. It does require a lot of um, trial and error. Yeah. You have to fuck up a lot of mixes before you get to a good one. And um, like, oh, okay, that's how that works. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, I'm never doing that again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just think about it. Like, a, a lot of musicians nowadays, yes, you're going to the home studio thing. But it's not like it's a program where you just fucking hit record or play and everything's done for you. No, there's still a lot of work to do. You got to record all that stuff, and then you got to move into the mixing process. And then you got to move into the mastering process. And, you know, video now you got to combine video, sync it to your audio, sync it to your audio, you know, and then you were recording something for like an hour and you're like, fuck, the keyframe was off. Yeah. And then you're like, that's it. Yeah. You couldn't see from my shoulder, my arm that way. Yeah. Fucking got to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, I don't think people um, realize how much time it takes to do this shit, dude. No bullshit. I put, I put out, um, I put out a little YouTube video. So I'm, I'm. You watch all the videos, right, from YouTube? Uh-huh, yeah. You know how he does the whole riff challenge every week? I'm like, fuck it. Yeah. I challenge myself to write something new every I week doing that. that. That's really cool. That stupid little, it's a minute and something, minute and 14, 40 seconds or something like that. Mm-hmm. That took me four hours. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah, took me it, four to five hours, dude, to make a no more than 90-second video. Yep. Four <laughs> to five hours. And that wasn't even like exactly how I wanted to do it because I wanted to put more camera angles this and that. But I'm like, it's my only day off. Yeah, I'm not gonna spend the whole day doing that. And four hours is decent. It's good. Yeah, you know. And that was just recording everything first, writing everything. Right, uh, mm-hmm. it takes time to actually write the riff and actually know how to fucking play it. Yeah, and, and then it's different because like, you know, back in the you know 70s, whatever, you had the little red light go on. You're on the spotlight. <sighs> we don't really have that with our stuff today, but something about it. You just, you're going to do it, and it changes. You may know your fucking riff, like, hey, I got it. Right. Yeah. Once you hit record, boom. <laughs> you know you're recording, you're like, God damn it. I'm nervous. Like, <laughs> I fucked up. That note wasn't good enough. Yeah, and everything <laughs> everything becomes so, uh, you fine tooth comb through everything. You're like that wasn't good enough. I could be do better. That has to be cleaner. I can do that cleaner. I can do that better. I could make it that. I don't like the tone anymore. Yeah. And then that's over. <laughs> it's over. You spent the whole next three days trying to find the right tone again. Yep. But like, like, uh, yeah, like, uh, like, like again, the single you guys released, dude. I remember you showed me that the first time. That was. God knows how long ago. A couple of years ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. and like I told you earlier, this is this is the best mix I've heard from it. The best you guys played it, and best I've heard it so far. And it sounds killer. Awesome and, man, thanks. Um, I'm excited to hear the other stuff because I remember hearing the other stuff. I still have that saved in my emails back in the day. But yeah, <laughs> that's um, true. Um, yeah, we're still working on it. You know, um, you know, it, I we're talking about the subject, but I think it's important to put out there. You know, for maybe someone that. It doesn't have, not that we have a whole ton of experience, you know, but maybe isn't, hasn't spent as much time where the type of stuff that we've been doing, they're trying to get into it. Yeah. Um, nobody really talks about it, like you said. Um, but it's important. Don't get discouraged. A lot of people start it because it sounds like it's something you can do easy at your convenience. And it is difficult. It's hard. But you, you can do it. Yeah. And don't get discouraged. Um, 
you're not going to get it the first time. Yeah. No. You're not going to get it the second time. Mm-hmm. You know, but it can um, be done. It can. It's definitely not impossible. The, it does the require a lot of work. Is the accessibility to this kind of thing that you you can start doing it? Yeah. But I've always believed there there's no limit to the human mind. You can you can teach yourself. You can learn. You can do things you never thought you could, like the video we released. I can't believe that I put that thing together. <laughs> no, and it, it looks clean, dude. It looks clean. So did you do most of the work on it? You did all the work on the video? Um, my, uh, our, our buddy, uh, our vocalist is, uh, he's a graphic design major. Okay. But he's been working a lot. Um, initially the plan was, you know, he can take it on cause he has, but we didn't really know what kind of software and stuff uh, he has at home to work with. Mm-hmm. And, how long it's been since he's worked with it. But, at, you know, we all kind of talked about the idea. And then with his expertise on that, he was able to get, uh, you know, a lot of the footage that we used. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it kind of makes sense. You know, he's a vocalist. He kind of has the idea of how he wrote. Yeah. Uh, he has the imagery of yeah. what the song's about. So we kind of left it up to him, but he provided a lot of the imagery and then, you know, talking to each other, I was a little more available and I was actually itching to try to do something more advanced because before that, I experimented with the software, but doing a maybe only a couple of minutes video, mm-hmm. you know, um, 30 seconds at a time, just playing with little stuff here and there when I had time. And I was like, I never actually did a full song. Yeah. And, you know, changing stuff and angles and. Um, I felt I was in over my head, but um, I had the time, and the time is it's it's invaluable, man. Oh, I I believe time is invaluable. Oh, for sure, um, for sure. Especially the older you get, you know, the more kind of responsibility life throws at you, and you got duties and you got stuff to do. You um, have less time, so you have to make the most of it. Yeah, definitely. So luckily during that time, um, I was available. I had freed up my schedule specifically for that. And, you know, just fucking YouTube is a phenomenal thing. And honestly, if I could, I would thank everyone very much like yourself that just take it upon themselves to do something in uh, whatever field they're interested in doing. And... Also showing people how it's done. Yeah. It gives people uh, insight yeah. on what avenues to take. It, it makes it, um, it makes that impossible more possible. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It takes that idea of like, I can't do that. And it makes it into a, I can do that. Yeah. I could definitely do this. You and know? tutorial stuff, educational stuff. Dude, I've said it Dude. before. I've said it a million times. You could learn how to do fucking anything on youtube yeah <laughs> anything dude but it's the people you know yeah it's the people that like they're not hiding this kind of thing and they don't they want to share it they want to share what their art is what their passion is there's no freaking way i would even know how to open up that fucking program if it wasn't for <laughs> yeah all no, the for tutorials I've, I've been there dude there. i've been there done that doing this right now i i watched a shit ton of videos watched i read a bunch of forums and yeah. thank god for those people because mm-hmm. if, if everyone was a uh, fucking dick and they wanted to keep it to themselves, 
which they easily could have done. It's actually easier to do that. Yeah. But thankfully, we have people that actually take the time to actually help others. And, hey, we got more content. We got other stuff out there. We get to put our passions out there. We get to put our fucking hopes and dreams out there. And, and people get inspired by it or they like it. Or even if it's just something that makes their day for that six minutes. Yeah. It's even worth if it. it's just enjoyable for however long. Like, it, that's a win. Even if it, if it just made your, your drive back home a little better. Yeah. That's awesome. Definitely. You know what I mean? Because we've been there, done that, and to be able to say, like, yeah, I was able to contribute to that. It's amazing. Or even just to to put that dream into fruition. Yeah. It's life changing, that dude. Would, yeah. You know? That would change your life. To, to say, like I said, if you were to, if you were to talk to a young Ingve <laughs> back in the day, and you were like, yo, man, you're going to make a music video, you probably would have told yourself, like, dude, fuck off. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. You're crazy. I don't know <laughs> how to do that. <laughs> yeah. Right? But you did it. Yeah. And it's there. And it's totally out there. Man. And it's. I never thought I would be so involved presently at my stage where I'm at in uh, technology and in uh, video, music, uh, software management, creation. You can do some crazy shit on this thing, man. I bet, dude. You know? <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. Wow. So that's how that's done. Like, you. You. A lot of people kind of, uh, without knowing it, kind of set up barriers for themselves, uh, blockades where they just think they can't cross it. But Dude, for sure. The only, the only people holding, holding you back is yourself most of the time. Yeah. Most of the time, it's just you holding yourself back. And sure, there's, there's times out there where, yeah, you do have other people holding you down or holding you back. But at the end of the day, it's really just you. Yeah. You know? It really is, man. And the only people that can break those barriers are, are yourself. Yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? And, that, and that's cool to hear. And especially coming from a guy like you who plays this kind of stuff you guys play. Because, dude, this ain't no fucking <laughs> walk in the park bullshit. This is this is straight tech death. Like, this is, this ain't yeah. your fucking granddaddy's metal. You know what <laughs> I mean? <laughs> yeah, man. Um, it's just, that was just the thing that called me, called to me, you know. And then throughout the years, you listen to different music. You do different stuff. The, I just... I mean, I basically grew up with like the shredder stuff, you know, 80 shredders. All right. So that, that was going to bring me into the next concept. So the next topic, I guess I should say is, so what got you into music? So, um, I come from a family of musicians and they've been very good musicians. Um, I mean, my father was a guitarist and back in the day, which was in Juarez, they were in a band called Alien. Um, Alien was extremely popular during the day. They were the only ones that were playing in that town. Shit like, you know, Judas Priest, um, all the Van Halen stuff. Nice. You know, um, they were really popular during the day. They had a good following. Um, And he brought my mom into the band because they needed a vocalist. So... She became the vocalist of the band. She was 18 at the time. She had never sang before, but they kind of heard that she could hit some uh, some pretty high notes there. And, uh, yeah, that's how they met. And, you know, fast forward, they spawned me. <laughs> you <laughs> and, see, uh, when a man loves a woman. <laughs> <laughs> certain things happen. 
it gives way to, you know. Um, so you were, you were literally conceived in rock and roll, man. That's that's pretty fucking yeah. metal. <laughs> and you know, with their love of the music and all of that, of the time, you know, Inve Momstein was the shit. Yeah, I know. You know, I remember. I remember. Uh, I said, if people don't know. I've, I've known Ingvi for a while. We we met when we were working at back in the hospital. Mm-hmm. I remember you told me, I was like, hey, uh, what if I told you my name was Ingvi? <laughs> yeah. In my head, I'm like, you're full of shit. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck you think you are that you think your name can be. <laughs> and right. then you showed me your ID, and I'm like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> your so. name really is Ingvi. They named Spelled me after Exactly the way you spell Ingve Malmsteen. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, with that kind of background, of course, in my household, it was always just plain fucking shredder stuff. You know, I loved all the fucking Jackie Lee stuff. I grew up with Randy Rhodes, uh, Ingve Malmsteen stuff. Um, even uh, the Jason Becker stuff, you know? Ooh, yeah. Fucking phenomenal, man. That guy really, uh, you know, it makes you think we take shit for granted. For we sure. Really for sure, man. Um, like, I, like I said, we were talking about right now, you, your fucking awesome fingerprinted poster there, which is yeah, amazing. I'm excited about that, that, dude. Dude, that is the coolest fucking thing I've seen today. That is thumbprint. That is the coolest thing I've seen this year. <laughs> yeah, you take 2020 right now. <laughs> yeah. But... Yeah, for sure. You would take things for granted because this is, dude, he is a guitar god. He changed the game. He left, he leaves shredders speechless. Yeah. Where you go, I don't know how this kid does it, but what he does is just. And at the time, you know. At that time. You're like, wow. Where you're at the, you're, during that time, you're at the epicenter, the, the golden age of shredders. And for those shredders to tell you that this guy's the actual shredder, yeah, it's impressive. It is, yeah? man. And and then unfortunately, life is cruel, and fucking he got dealt a very shitty hand. And mm-hmm. and yeah. we get wrapped up. All of us get wrapped up in your own life. You know, whatever's happening, and you you get focused on. Oftentimes, you get focused on stuff that takes up too much of your energy. That really is not that. It's not worth man. it. It's not worth it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we, we, and like we were talking about earlier, time, dude, time is priceless. It is. You know? And we can very easily take it for granted. But that's what we got to do the most of it. We do, yeah. That's why we're here right now. And have fun with it, man. You know, the time that you do have to yourself, have fun with it. If you're a musician, if you're, you know, into video, you want to shoot photos, Fucking do it. Do it, man. Do it. You can't. Yeah, that's, I think that's, you know, what gives you substance in life is to do, find something that you really love and just do it. Do it, man. It doesn't, it doesn't, um, like I've said it a million times, like, look, there's very, very, very few people out there that do what they love for a living. Yeah. Right. But you don't have to do what you love for a living. You have to do what you love to live. Exactly. I feel the same way, bro. You gotta Stole do the words out of my mouth. You know what I mean? You don't have to, you don't have to make a living out of it. You have to do it so you can live. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't do that, then what are you doing? You're just waking up, going to work, jacking off, going to sleep, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, repeat, repeat, man. So we you have to break that mold, whatever it may be. 
You know, if it's music, do music. If it's picture photos, do photos. If videos, do videos. If you like making teddy bears, make fucking teddy bears. Bomb teddy bears. Yeah, you know? do something. Whatever <laughs> it is, you like making soap. Do some bomb ass soap. Hell yeah. You know, make the world smell nice. Yeah, man. Often, I mean, I never really caught myself until recently. Everybody has whatever your situation was in life. It got a little more pressed because of this fantastic year we're having. <laughs> um, fucking apocalypse twenty twenty. Right. Yeah. Fucking. So <laughs> I never really caught myself, but I started catching on to like. Even my wife would fucking tell me. Sometimes she can't fucking stand my ass, and she's just like, <laughs> "Dude, go play music. Go fucking go. Just go." And I'm like, well, fuck, I, I, I didn't realize I was that stressed until after I come out. You know, the music thing's my thing. I don't care if it's the same fucking riff that I learned when I was fucking 12. Yeah. I just play it for fucking 15, 20 minutes straight. It just helps. Yeah. It helps you deal with, like, coming out into the world and dealing with the shit. Because, yeah, I feel you, dude. I fucking feel you. Even if it's, yeah, I've had those days where you're like, fuck it, I'll just... Plug in and play some bullshit. Yeah. Right? You just chunk away, man. You just chug just the... It. You just... You just... The fucking heart You palm chest. mute the fuck out of that open string. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Do some exercises. Maybe learn to cover or something. Mm-hmm. And for that hour, 15 minutes, everything else disappears. You know what I mean? Nothing else is there anymore. And it puts stuff into perspective even. Where you go, I don't feel like shit anymore. That's weird. Yeah. And you forget why you were feeling shitty in the first place. And you're like, huh. Yeah. But that's that's an outlet. And like I said, that's that's why it's something that I don't think it's ever going to leave, you know? I I tried quitting. I couldn't do it. Yeah. (laughs) Can't do it. Yeah, man, it's impossible. It's it's part of your life now, and it's 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 people just say oh, it's just a hobby. It's not a hobby. It's again, it's what keeps you living. It, yeah, it's life, man. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it puts stuff into a perspective. I said like, uh, Jason Becker here, man. I remember the first time I heard this. I'm like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> It always brings a smile to my face when I hear those. Uh, and it's just tasty, 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 tasty. Yeah. You know, it was different too because at the time it had a lot of shit that like had a lot of open space. But this thing's just like chunky. Yeah. You know? There's there's songs are just he he dude he knew how to compose very well because it wasn't just shredding. He made like yeah it sounds dude it's sounds like a song. Yeah, singing straight yeah. up. Cause I, I remember, yeah, cause uh, yeah, I, I would jam Ingve all the time too, cause I thought Ingve was the shit. Well, he was the shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, damn, this guy's the fastest fucking guitar player of all time. And and then he just go into other shredders. And I remember a lot of people talking about Jason Becker. So I'm like, fuck him, I'll check, I'll check out Jason Becker. And then checked it out. This was the first song, Perpetual Burn. I'm like, holy shit! Hell just yeah. the way that starts, man. That's insane. Are you kidding me? Again. Okay. <laughs> exactly. That's the first thing you hear. It's just 
It's a smile to your face. I wish like Walmart would play this kind of shit, you know? Right, if you're just like randomly shopping and it's just like, you're like, ah, ah happy shopping yeah. now, you know? Bananas. Yeah. I forgot the bananas. <laughs> Thanks, Jason. Yeah, man. That'd be such a pleasurable experience. Right? Fucking, we should, we should bring back shredders back, man. Yeah, man. Really. I mean, they were fantastic when they came out during their time. You know, times change, music changes, industries changed, but goddamn, it is awesome to have shredders fucking complete. You know, I don't, I don't know if we ever discussed this, but be, before, but um, so my mother and her fiance right now, um, he used to have a company called Local Heck Productions. Mm-hmm. Um, they're the ones that brought Inbay to El Paso. Yeah, we, we, yeah, yeah, I remember that. I obviously, you know. I never had a chance before to see him play. And I was a little doubtful, man, because you had, you know, this is one of your he- kind of heroes. like Yeah, they say never meet your heroes. Yeah. And you're like, uh, I've been listening to you for so long and trying to learn your style for so long. I mean, so many fucking hours trying to master <laughs> it, to clean it up, you know? <laughs> you're like, fuck, dude. <laughs> and so it was different for me because, like, it's been so long since he had been out, you know, and like he's older. Yeah. You know, everybody gets older and, you know, the joint juice isn't <laughs> around, <laughs> you know, <laughs> as you age. Yeah, so I was concerned. God damn, this guy can fucking shred, bro. Still shredding? Shredding like crazy. No, I follow crazy him. Crazy clean shred, still super clean. Fucking awesome show. No, I, 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 uh, I wish I was. I mean, I, I kick myself in the ass every time for not going because I'm like, when's that? <laughs> when's that opportunity gonna come again? You know? Yeah. Which really sucks. Um, but I follow him on on social media all the time, like on Instagram and all this stuff. And yeah, he's always still shredding, and yeah. he's still stuck in the '80s. But uh-huh. you know what? <laughs> Fuck it, man. Someone has to be, and he's still doing it right. <laughs> Fuck yeah, Even the clothes are cool. He's still got to walk around like dude, that. Dude, if yeah. I can get away <laughs> with wearing a blouse like that, Fuck yeah. I would fucking do that. Me too. I, I can't just, do that, I, I got like this weird patch that doesn't grow, <laughs> you know? So, and it's where that blouse would expose. I don't know. I don't look good in a blouse, dude. <laughs> 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 yeah, man. And so, you know, we're talking about shredders and how awesome we got to bring the shredders back. You got to bring the shredders back. Wish. Honestly, I've been to a lot of shows in my life and I can fucking hands down. I mean, yeah, I'm a musician. I'm a guitar player mainly, you know, maybe there's a little bias there, but hands down the best fucking shows that I've seen uh-huh. are fucking shredders. Shredders. When I saw Tony McAlpine, Ooh. fuck dude. That was a fucking pleasure. And I paid 10 bucks for the fucking ticket. Oh, damn. 10 bucks to watch a legend. 10 bucks, bro. That's what it's come down to. When I saw Envy Momsing, that fucking show was fucking up there. They're the, probably the top two best shows I've ever fucking been to. And I've seen a lot of bands and I've enjoyed them. They've been fantastic. But seeing a shredder just fucking shred on stage. And that's it. It's just them. That's it. You're like, holy shit, man. It, I don't think people understand the the gravity of that. You said it right there. Mm-hmm. It's just him. Yeah. Shredding. 
you know, yeah. and and you just, you just say that, you know, if you were to read that on paper, you're like, that's not a good show. Mm-hmm. You know how fucking good you have to be to put on an hour show of you just melting people's fucking faces off. Yeah. And people are having the time of their fucking life. Yep. That those aren't those skill, aren't men. Skill. Those are <laughs> those are gods among men. Yeah. And yeah, Dugin Bay, he's one of them too, man. I remember the first time I heard him, that was this song, uh, Far Beyond the Sun. I think that's everyone's first song. Yeah. Right? Very popular. Most popular song. I know I'm not being cool by playing like a deep track, but Nah, it's just it's truth, man. You know, life takes you on different journeys. This is the first time I have access from to it. That's what it was. Yeah. Dude, fucking clean. Dude. And you know, have you ever fucked with a scallop for a guitar? No, but I've seen them. Dude. And it, let me, I, I, I still, the thought of it, because I remember the first time, I, I remember watching Ningve videos. And then I finally started playing guitar. And I'm not that good of a guitarist. But I would watch him, and I would look at the, the fucking neck of the guitar. I'm like, something's wrong with this one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? It must be fucking old. Yeah. So I'm like, this thing is <laughs> rotting away. Yeah. This guy needs a new guitar. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but then I, I see that every guitar has. And then I watched, started watching interviews. He talks talk about that he only, he only plays scallop frets. That's it. No other things. So it, it's a interesting thing. Um, you know, it came from, from other instruments prior, you know, um, long before. But when it was applied to the guitar, um, it's cool because it takes less strength mm-hmm. to have the notes ring out. You know, we are used to a certain type of pressure going on the fretboard. This one, you can just basically touch it down. I was about to say. Your note is there. I was about to say, like, do you do you barely touch it? And then you, is it kind of like playing a harmonic then? Yeah. Kind of a, the pressure is similar to that. But that's the caveat, which makes his playing so much more fucking crazy. No. It, because it's galloped. Yeah. If you push too much. There's so much room for off. error. There's yeah. so much room for error. You are at a, either a fucking sharp or you're just throwing it off. You're basically pulling the note. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. No, and again, it makes him even more amazing. Yeah. Because you go, oh, yeah, you barely have to touch it, so it's easy. No. It makes it Skill twice as fucking hard. Yeah. You have to be that much more accurate. And at the speed that he fucking plays, like, it's... And then the fucking Stratocaster, man. <laughs> it's it, whatever. A lot of people love the Stratocaster USA made. Fucking badass. That's great. But that thing goes out of fucking tune all the fucking oh, time. Okay. Every Stratocaster I've been on, you know, <laughs> there's all this like open, especially with the pickups that it comes with originally. Dude, I'm so glad that you mentioned that because I, I recently bought a, a Mexican Strat. Oh love, yeah, I love it. Fucking, They're great. Too, I man. love it. I love yeah. it to death. But you're absolutely fucking right. That motherfucker will get out of tune <laughs> if you bend too much. Yeah. If you burp in the fucking living room, <laughs> one of your fucking strengths is gonna fucking. Be if off. you fart too loud, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the yeah, vibrations man. of it will make it out of tune. 
You're absolutely fucking right. And most of these shredders like to use strats. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Huh? How do they do it? <laughs> I, I think over the, over the decades, like, because we've lost touch with, like, the shredding and that style of music, we forget even more the details. And those are extremely important details. The skill level of these individuals are... You know what? It, it's... It's a mastery of fundamentals, actually. You know what I mean? It it's the simple it's the simple pressure that you put on the fretboard. Yeah. Right? You put too much, of course it's gonna get out of tune. These guys are light as a fucking feather on their fingers. It's yeah. insane. It's insane. And the speed that they're playing. It's absolutely incredible. And those fucking pickups are fucking horrible to me. They make so <laughs> much fucking noise, man. Maybe it's because I'm more of a high gain kind of type of guy, right? Of course you're running into issues, but but yeah, man, it sounds super clean. And Dude, that live, tone. I saw him live. And that that older, tone, that you know, that tone. How do you get that tone? Listen to that. Basic Marshall head with a good fucking fat, roomy, warm reverb. I've been trying my whole entire life right now, trying to get that kind of reverb. <laughs> I haven't even come close. Yeah, yeah. you know. You can get probably, one of those old school pedals, man. It still works. How they do it, man. I'm telling you, man. I think it's all in the fingers. <laughs> you know, tone is in the fingers at, at some point. You know, I think it's that blouse helps. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely got to do something, bro. There's a reason why it's there. Fucking yeah. blouse metal, dude. <laughs> yeah. Ah, fuck. I'm going blouse shopping after this. I mean, yeah. Look at Steve Vai. Yeah. Right. Dude, Steve I was another one too. Uh, you, you know, know it was funny. I don't, I don't, I don't. I usually go off the dome with these shows, and I don't really have notes. I completely forgot that. Again, dude, your name's Ingve for fuck's sake. <laughs> you know, of course you know about shredders. Fuck it, this whole episode's gonna be about shredders mostly because. <laughs> For yeah, someone's gotta talk about them. Yeah. Someone's gotta talk about them. It's a lost art. Back in the it days, is, it was huge. What happened to the shredders? You know, even the fucking eighties bands, bro. It's just you know, you had fucking Cinderella. You had uh, the Motley Crues. You had all that style, hair metal shit. People would listen to them, and they would be like, "Yeah, you had like Dawkins. You had George Lynch. Who the fuck is that guitar player? Yeah. He's the next whatever." And it's Rat, and we listen to Rat now, but when fucking Rat came out. These kids listening to them in school were like, oh, my God, that guy's a fucking badass shredder. How can he hang with the other shredders? And it was about the fucking shredder. Yeah, it was about man. the shredder. It was about yeah. the lead guitar player. Absolutely. Who's the lead guitar player? You had to have a killer lead guitar player. Even and in that style of music. Yeah. Killer fucking shredder. Yeah, especially yeah, especially in hair metal. And it's something that, that people like to shit on all the time. But, again, dude. They kept that spirit of the of the lead guitars there, and if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't have such extreme metal as we have today. Yeah, they really pushed the bounds for everyone. And then fucking Wooten came out on the bass, and you're like, "I wait, 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 you can do you that can on, on bass. bass. <laughs> yeah, you can do that on bass. Yeah, you don't just keep the what? <laughs> Where's the pit? Where? <laughs> you can do that with your fingers." Like, I was, yeah, I remember seeing Wooten for the first time, and I was like, "God damn, I'm jealous!" Like, I need a pick to do that shit. 
this guy is like fucking finger, finger banging, banging that bass, bro. Your poor <laughs> wife. Your poor <laughs> wife. <laughs> or a happy wife. A happy wife. Yeah. yeah. Very happy wife. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, and I, again, I think that's lost. And it's funny you should say that because, um, like I said, I, I've seen these younger bands. We were talking about younger bands playing. And I've seen them. And even if when it comes to, to younger bands, like I said, we, we're we're into death metal. You're into tech death. I'm into tech death. And all these bands that really push, push, push the boundaries of where we are today, right? Because we, we, we talk about Shredders and we talk about Ingve, We talk about Steve Vai. We talk about Jason Becker, all these guys. And kids today will be like, ah, oh, dude, um, I don't know, fucking Tosin Abasi, right? That's yeah. the guy right now. That's the guy. And not shitting on him. He's incredible. He changed the game completely, too. Yeah, totally. You know? Yeah. But they'll be like, oh, he's way more. He's a much better guitar player. I'm like, yeah, but he wouldn't He wouldn't have what he have now. Yeah. If this guy's going to push it. And it's always about pushing that envelope. And it, see, if you really pay attention, at, at least in, in the metal scene, in the rock scene, it's always been about pushing those boundaries by a musician in the band and typically string section. Yeah, there's some phenomenal drummers too. No, don't get me wrong. Was, uh, I wish I could, f- my brain was wired to play fucking drums. I would I get can't. rid of all this shit <laughs> and fucking play drums. But I just, it's not wired that way. Yeah, me I, neither, man. I can't stuck do with it. fucking guitar. Shout, no. out, shout out to all the drummers out there. Hell yeah. <laughs> I watch hours of fucking <laughs> drummer videos because I envy them. Yeah. I wish I could do that. You know, yeah. it's fantastic. I, I don't want to carry around all that fucking <laughs> equipment. That drummer has the drummer has the worst fucking job in the band, bro. Oh, for real. The setting up, the setting down, carrying it. Yeah. God damn. Salute to all the drummers out there. Thank you guys. That's off, man. <laughs> Thank you guys. Um, but yeah, um, you know, it's always about typically. The string section typically is the ones that are pushing the boundaries. You can listen to whatever fucking genre you want, man. Um, look at Death, Coroner, Possessed. Their technicality in the phrasing. Oh, yes. In fucking death metal. Not, not, I love death metal. Don't get me wrong. Um, but I'm saying, you know, it, we're used to a certain profile of death metal. It's typically American death metal, which is gore shed and big thick chunks and maybe some little trills here and there but these guys were doing that shit way, way back in the day way back in the day i mean there was no sections like that that were musically already acceptable written for guitar guitar was really being discovered yeah a huge portion during that time during that time and we had distortion yeah no we had distortion and it wasn't even that good of a distortion. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. It 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 sounded pretty shitty, but but even even with that, they were they pushed boundaries. Like insane boundaries. Even the punk scene, man. They would slash your fucking speaker on your cabinet just to make it reverberate yeah. to give you more of the Tomorrow. fucking distortion back then. Yeah. I yeah. mean people got really creative. <laughs> That's know? what I'm saying. Like it, it's it's crazy, man. People had to do that kind of shit back in the day. Now it's so easy to just Mm-hmm. Plug into an interface, get a free plugin. Sounds killer. See, and that's 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 kind of my see this. I'm doing my crack thing right now. I'm <laughs> scratching because I got an issue with. It. 
Um, <laughs> tell them. Digital tell is great. Em. It's great, man. <laughs> and it may be, nowadays, it may be just for more the hardcore fan. There is nothing like fucking analog, man. Oh, hell no. Are you kidding me? I don't care about your fucking Tesla and it fucking drives itself and you can fucking <laughs> pass out and it gets you to your destination. It breaks if a little girl runs in front of your fucking car. You got to learn how to drive a fucking stick. Hell you know what yes. I'm saying? You can't drive a fucking stick. You can't drive a fucking car. Period. I completely agree with you there. There's just analog, bro. Tube warmth power behind a fucking sound don't our technology is phenomenal and they can almost mimic it perfectly to what hauling around a big ass fucking head is for but part of it is to kind of understand the equipment that you're using you know you gotta spend a little bit of time do you know what yeah it's it's the art form of um knowing your instrument knowing how to dial in a tone You'll appreciate what you're doing more. And it can open up avenues for you right. that you didn't think about before. Yeah, I mean, like, um, I mean, I've been playing for a while, too. And, and recently, just a couple of years back, I finally got into pedals. Yeah. It took me a long time, but mm-hmm. I finally realized what the fuck they do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. People talked about signal change. I'm like, what the fuck is a signal chain? I yeah. you just put stuff in front of the app, turn it on, and... Put everything at 11 and just go. <laughs> Turns out that's not how you do it. Nope. <laughs> and you have options. You know, you can run it through the back, run it through the front. It does different things where you place it in the chain. It's 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 fun, man. And that's part of the art. Like, you have to have that appreciation also for your art. Yeah, you have to take the time for it. It makes you a better player. You invest in yourself and your gear and your time, and yeah. it's going to pay off. Totally. It will 100% guaranteed. So, um, when did you start playing guitar, man? I started playing guitar when I was four years old. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) And the first complete song I learned was Crazy Train by the end of that year, going into my fifth birthday with the solo. Jesus Christ. Man, you're like guitar Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) No, man. Honestly, you know, it was... uh, You know what? I think that's going to be the name of the episode. <laughs> that's a good title. Guitar yeah. Jesus. <laughs> um, no, honestly, at that time, you know, yeah, I was a kid and my parents pushed for music. Um, They were busy, you know. Folks were p- busy back in the day. Uh, Did a lot of more manual stuff than we do nowadays. That's you know? true. We have a lot of uh, sitting around. Uh, during our times now that we're here than before. People got up, they walked out, they talked to each other, they got to know each other, they got work to do. It required more manual stuff. So basically, that chalked up to me just being at home. And, you know, your fucking big-ass 300-pound fucking TV set <laughs> that everybody grew up with. Yeah. You only get so many fucking channels on that. At a certain time. Yeah. So I... Always had equipment. I had fucking music stuff, and the stuff that I had was a fucking guitar and an amp. So that's what I did with my time. Just picked that up by yourself? Yeah. Um, parents, you know, were like, okay. I remember, I, I don't remember shit <laughs> from my childhood. I don't know. 
that happens to other people, but I can't remember shit before a certain age. Um, very young age, let me tell you. Um, but the one thing that does stick out to my mind, mm. the very first My Guitar and Amp that they bought me was from Toys R Us. Nice. We went to Toys R Us, and they had strings on it. It was a little plastic fucking guitar. and It had real strings, but a little plastic one. had a little red amp, too. And I thought I was, that was the shit. Yeah, yeah, I bet, dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that was that was it. I was always fucking in my room, messing around with that thing. But yeah, that's where it started. Nice. Damn, man, that's crazy. Four years old. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I got a lot of catching up to do. <laughs> and me too. I've slacked it for a lot of years. I'm I don't trying know, to get man. back into it right now. One of the best I know that's still doing it right now. So, <laughs> so, so we were talking about shredders. So, fuck it. It's a lost art, and I think it's because people have stopped talking about it, maybe. Like I, said, I know a lot of really good guitar players, young guitar players, who, and I've had a friend, shout out to my boy Ruben, um, he's my he's the lead guitar player in my band, fucking Shredder, this kid can fucking play. Hell yeah. Right? And, um, but he's not into, he's never really heard about Shredder's. Oh, yeah. I, I was. He was asking me. Yeah, shout out to my boy Ruben. He's my he's my baby boy, man. I, I love this guy. He's talking. We're talking about the the podcast, and he was asking me who I'm gonna have next, and I was telling him about him. Yeah. He's like, yeah, Ingve. He's like, you know, Ingve, like Ingve Malstein. He's like, I don't know who that is. I'm like, how? Wow. <laughs> how? How do you play lead guitar and yeah. be so good at it and not know these shredders? And he said, he's like, you know what? I I just never grew up on it. You know, and it's a different yeah. generation. I get it, mm-hmm. right? There's so much more data that you know. There's just so much out there. Bad, yeah. Nowadays, so it's hard. It's regular. hard. It's hard to to fall into that rabbit hole when there's so many other potholes along the way. Yeah. So let's help these kids out, man. Give me, in no particular order, your top five shredders that you would recommend for people to start off with. No particular order, just top five. Okay. I, Jeff Loomis and the fucking album that he fucking, the last two albums that he released solo. Those fucking albums are like. You know what, dude? I'm so glad you said Jeff Loomis because I don't think he gets enough credit. Oh. Neither of them. He really doesn't. Nevermore is a popular band and people have listened to it. But I don't believe a lot of people understand the coalition and the power behind having Chris Broderick and Jeff Loomis in a fucking band. (laughs) Those two are like, if ever the earth opens up and dinosaurs (laughs) come to destroy the earth again, (laughs) you send Chris Broderick and Jeff (laughs) Loomis and they're the saviors of humanity. They'll fucking decimate (laughs) and shred away these fucking dinosaurs. They're guitar Jesus. Yeah, dude. (laughs) I mean, this is a superpower right there. Dude, Chris Broderick too. Like uh, he's incredible. Are you kidding me? Like, uh, and and I I I kick myself in the ass for not knowing who who he was until he joined Megadeth. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I'm a big Megadeth fan. So I love the albums he was in. Mm -hmm. His solos are fucking incredible. And I'm like, I need to know who this guy is if he does anything more. And then I found out he was. Solo guitarist, and I'm like, 
Oh shit. Yeah. Incredible. Incredible fuck. These guys are blow my mind, man. Blow my mind. And I haven't met Chris Broderick yet, but hope it fucking happens. But Jeff Loomis. And he's is such a good writer the too. Fucking nicest, most down to earth and straight up honest, well-rounded guy that I've ever fucking met as a musician that plays professionally. Like, he is so fucking humble, dude. Really? It's flooring. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've watched interviews and he seemed like a really cool guy. He doesn't He doesn't seem like the kind of guy that who, who uh, looks down on anybody. No. Like, no. And, I mean, the show we caught him at, there was this, like, opening band which was signed and I won't name them but I was like this is fucking terrible (laughs) I it it was to the point where I was like fuck I gotta sit through this shit just to see who I came to fucking see damn um and I was with my girlfriend at the time wife now we're at the bar and we're talking and we're like god this is like Kind of hurting my ears, you know. <laughs> like, dude, maybe we should go outside. And what do you know? Lo and behold, fucking Jeff Loomis is right next to me, trying to order a beer. Just there. Yeah. And you're like, holy shit, dude! And nobody in the fucking crowd no, yeah. <laughs> knew who he was, and he's just walking around. Yeah, dude, Jeff. I think bags. Jeff Loomis can walk around at any store, and most people won't. Yeah. Bad and I. No. But if if really. I were, and and few people like us would I would I would bow to my knees and just grovel and not make eye contact because I don't deserve it well I I tried <laughs> not to drool but, um so he's right next to us and I'm like holy shit so I'm like hey man what's up and I started talking to the guy right yeah and he's like yeah I'm just here checking out the bands and I was like oh that's cool man um you know I told him we came we drove four hours just to fucking see him you know that's why we were there and he's like oh that's cool man um, he's like, you, you digging the band? And I was like, ah, I will. <laughs> yeah. You know, I ju- we just got here trying to get settled in. And he was like, yeah, man, these guys are really good. These guys are, you know, their, their breakdowns are really good. And I'm like enjoying these guys. And the other bands are really great too. Wow. And I was like, wow, man. Like he's actually listening to them. Yeah. That's he incredible. goes out into the crowd and watches them, man. Damn. And he's cool because he was concerned about what time they stopped selling beer in that city. Huh. He asked me like three times. He's like, hey, you know what time they stopped? I was like, dude, I just drove four and a half hours. I told you that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not from here. <laughs> you know, it was, it was really awesome experience. Jeff Loomis, man. That's a good name job. I'm glad you brought his name. And dude, his tone and rhythm playing is just. Yeah, man. And this guy puts, he puts in work to figure out Tombo. I mean, he had a fucking Vader head. That fucking head that. is badass, dude. He played through Crank when fucking Crank first came out. I got a fucking Crankenstein Plus. Fucking awesome head, man. Listen to that shit. That's... And he's just a really good writer, too. Like, his riffs are even just fucking phenomenal. They're so sick, man. And so then, sick. And then his leads come in, you're like, oh, tasty. Yeah. <laughs> and, and yeah, no, I don't think he gets enough credit. 
Fuck yeah, fuck yeah, Jeff Loomis. I'm totally done with that pick. What else in here? There's lots of great fucking musicians out there, man. Shredders. I wish uh, I could have kept that time going. Some of them are still trying to do their thing. Yeah, I, w- I would. Um, I'll put Steve Vai up there for sure. Uh, I think people still need to know who he is. No, oh, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, like it's. Um, and maybe he's not. I don't know. I think he has a lot of feel to his his music. If that makes any sense. And, oh yeah, and he's just got the weirdest stories behind Such the songs. Such an eccentric guy, man. You ever so seen him playing weird. on stage? He's. He's like moving like a cat and there's like colorful shit everywhere. There's and something like about just him. Just his essence. It's like, wow. He's got an aura. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. I feel like there's like invisible petals floating around. Right. Everywhere he goes, yeah. there's like something around <laughs> him always floating. You know, uh, a lot of us have like very fond movies like stuff. Yeah. You know, when fucking Arnold yells get into the chopper <laughs> you know when fucking van damme stabs himself with the universal soldier ah, shit yes <laughs> the one in music that sticks out in my mind is the epic fucking battle and that movie should have gotten so much more reviews and likes man steve Vai and ralph macchio battling mm-hmm. at the crossroads. crossroads not the britney spears crossroads no 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 the, no, no. Crossroads. the crossroads there is no yeah. other crossroads <laughs> okay that, that shredding is... shit man badass Bish, dude yeah i think that's where a lot of people were introduced to who steve Vai was yeah you know and rightfully so because yeah. played a good role in that movie yeah he was crazy it was awesome yeah. But his tone too dude is incredible. You feel that. Like You know what I mean? Like it's it's and the story behind this one too, it's crazy. Like you know. Yeah. Supposedly like he he, he I I don't know if I'm getting this right, but he, he fasted for like forever and just tried to put himself in that mindset for it and just worked. Oh, it sure did. Like, it's crazy. And fucking John Petrucci, man. That dude's a fucking assassin, like, on the guitar. And I just saw he just finished up working on his new solo shit with yeah, Mark he's, Portnoy. Yeah, he's dropping uh, an album. A solo album. Fucking badass. And Mark Portnoy. And yeah, with Mark Portnoy again, which yeah. is awesome, which... I was really hoping would happen again. I was really, really hoping he'd, he'd write with him again. Yeah. And we got it. We got it. We got I look it. forward to that. Yeah. No, I need to check it out. I think it's, I don't know if it'll release or it's releasing soon, but I definitely got to check an eye out for that one. And, and yo, <laughs> man, thanks for giving me the opportunity to go see fucking Dream Theater too. That was incredible. Oh, dude, that was so that sick. That was so man. sick, man. Like, that was such a cool experience. Uh, I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Because, uh, yeah, dude, it was incredible. I was really excited about the seating. I had that whole fucking window in the back where I can put my beers. That was <laughs> No, perfect. dude, the seats were fucking awesome. It was an incredible show. Uh, yeah. It was, yeah. I said I've been a fan of Dream Theater, but watching them live, it was just like, it, 
it makes much more sense. If that makes any sense, you yeah. know what I mean? Uh huh. Because listening to them on your headphones, like, yeah, these guys are fucking great. You 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 appreciate the musicianship and and the storylines and everything like that. And but watching them live, you're like, they can really do this. It's actually executed that way. Like, yeah, it's wow, incredible. Fuck, I also dude. was most amazed by them. Like everything's so clean. Everything. And I can't believe Mike Mangini still plays so fucking tight, bro. Insane. And it's insane, dude. Insane. He's always been a phenomenal drummer, but you know. A lot of these guys are from the old school, and by being from the old school too, getting up there in age too, it's so much more like impressive. Cause holy shit, man! You can still do this. Yeah, yeah. I uh, mean, yeah. I see guys, you know, on social media or whatever. They're fucking shredded, <laughs> and they're like fucking sixty, seventy years old. I mean, Sylvester Stallone's face is fucking. Terrible, but it's always been though. That dude's <laughs> fucking huge, bro. Yeah, you know, even for his age. When I get old, sure, I I love Arnold and the uh, Sylvester Stallone, all those guys. But I just hope I can still play a fucking instrument like some of these guys. Oh, like true, me too, man. Ten percent of what these guys can play at their age, fuck, crazy. That is my life goal right there. <laughs> no, no, I I agree because um. Yeah, because unfortunately, yeah, because I mean, uh, we grow up with um, the old bands, and unfortunately, they're getting old. Yeah, and we see them where they can't play anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, um, talking about Shredder, we'll talk about uh, uh, KK Downing and, and Glenn Tripton from Judas Priest. Mm-hmm. They can't play anymore. Yeah, man, which sucks, you know. Um, but then we get the other other guys are still doing it till this day, and you're like. Okay, it can be done. It could still be done. And it's sad because I feel that, you know, starting to enter that phase in my life where your heroes are starting to perish. Ah, oh, it sucks so much. I mean, fucking Neil Pert, bro. Yeah, dude, I, w- I didn't think it was going to. Not, not this soon, you know? Yeah, no, me neither. I was like, fuck, dude. And fucking awesome drummer. Insane composer. Yeah. Game changer. Complete, complete game changer. Um, Gone too soon, man. And he was still killing it. Yes, he was. At yeah. his age. He was still, still killing it. But yeah, that, that we were at that time where, where uh, heroes fall, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But I think that's when we have to have new ones come up. That's why I think we have to bring the Shredders back. And in a way, I think they are there. Just not the way um, they were before. I don't think they stand out as much. That makes any sense. There's very, very, very talented musicians out there who are insane players, but they don't um, they don't stand out. Yeah. What we were talking about earlier, the the whole um, introvert uh, mentality that a lot of these musicians have. Yeah, man. They don't like to stick out. They'll 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 shred in the background. Yep. Yeah, totally. Um, I don't know that for some reason, you know, we were talking earlier. A lot of musicians that when they start, it's just you're kind of an introvert person. You know, um, some element of it is there, and it kind of like sticks to your music. There are some shredders, and you shred in the back, and you're just like, like push it. 
you can hear what yeah. they can do, you know? Like, do like, it. Just do it. I mean, you're already on stage. Like, you're so not. You're already, you're already out of your comfort zone. Yeah. People already have your eyes on you. Mm-hmm. Give them something to look like at. Like the eye of mortar. <laughs> you're there. It's watching you. Like, step into it. Just <laughs> put on the ring, dude. Yeah. Just go in there. Yeah, but I don't know. It's it's a weird mentality they have, but I think that's I think maybe that's a big difference. Because back in the day, it was the they had no problem showing up and showing off. Yeah, you know, you would put on their fucking blouse. <laughs> that Karate Kid, man. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, is a great show. I enjoyed the new remake. The new, the new Cobra Kai. I still yeah. get to watch it, but I've heard really good things about it. It's so. fucking awesome, dude. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. it. I need to watch it. I, I I didn't realize that Ralph Macchio, that's what he looks like. <laughs> but it is Ralph Macchio. <laughs> you know why I kind of don't like uh, Karate Kid? He's a Ralph Macchio. I don't like him. <laughs> He's just, I don't know, man. Me either, man. I don't know. I, I don't like know. Karate Kid because Cobra Kai is fucking cool. Cobra Kai is badass. Cobra Kai is fucking metal, dude. Fuck yeah. Cobra Kai is... Cobra Kai never dies. Uh, <laughs> and uh, the role, you know, you fucking Crossroads. I mean, that's fucking awesome, dude. Such an underrated movie. Fucking Huge. badass. Yeah. It's it's not it's slept on. No, not a lot of people talk about it. Yeah. Great scenes. Great movie. I still have the VHS of that thing. Nice, dude. Keep that. Fuck yeah. I, know. I need to get a VHS player. I don't have one anymore. I don't think anyone does. Crazy times, man. Fucking how everything moves so quickly, too. Yeah. But, all right, Jeff Loomis, Steve Vai, I'll throw Ingve in there. Just drop shredders. Um, Tony McAlpine, fucking gangster, bro. God. Yeah, he is a gangster. Fucking gangster and still doing his shit. What's cool is a lot of these guys, they work with each other and stuff. I, I saw... A couple of years ago, he did a little uh, excerpt with, a, I think it was ZMG um, video. He was with uh, Jeff Loomis. Nice. Yeah. I haven't seen that. Fucking I need to check awesome, that out. Dude. That's in like one of those like live session things. Real, real awesome. I need to check that out. Let's see here. really cool because he has like little riffs like that where I'm like remember playing fucking the old racing games on yes that's exactly what it is oh, yeah yeah it's got that feel to it yeah we need to bring back Shredders man and Tony McCauley one of the best shows I ever got to witness fucking awesome dude you got to see him too yeah. man you suck <laughs> <laughs> I was on a whim too I got called off I was supposed to work that day I was like fuck and then my buddies were like hey you're coming to the show I was like holy shit yeah yeah and then I showed up it was my I got a day off <laughs> I wasn't expecting a show and then it's that show and I show up and they're like 10 bucks I was like what <laughs> that's a lot of drinking money I got now <laughs> you know I was like dude I'm gonna pay like 50 bucks for this. oh dude 10 bucks I was like fuck damn yeah, I gotta buy a shirt at least man yeah, support him, man. Yeah, man. All right, dude. So, um, what do you want to plug, man? What do you want people to find you? Uh, plug the band name. Let us know what's coming up. 
I know you guys are still working on um, recording some new stuff. Man, we've been working on this thing for. <laughs> I know, I know, dude. So, like, yeah, we've been together for over ten years, basically. Um, few members have come and gone, but it's basically the same as far as the core. But um, you know, doing it on our spare time, right? All the DIY and the researching stuff, and uh, we've. I think this album, it's not the album. You know, when we started writing the first song for this thing, it was like fucking almost five years ago. Damn, really? Yeah. And you know, we're doing it on our spare time. We're all kind of busy. We've been these couple of years. But just keep at it, man. You know? Yeah, yeah. Even if it takes however long it takes. I mean, does it we take do you, it because you enjoy it. Does it take you guys a, a while to, to finish the song? Because you guys have, I mean, like I said, it's tech death. You guys are very intricate. You guys have a bunch of interludes and, and everything going on all at the same time. They're pretty long songs. Does it take a while? Or does it flow rather uh, easily? Or You know, I've, I've learned in being in this group with the, these guys, with our, you know, our band, um, I don't know how it is for other writers as far as the tech metal scene goes, but we basically learn to not um, be a stickler about how a song's written. Okay. Because by the time you get to the end of it, a lot of the initial stuff is going to change. Yeah. So to kind of um, give you a panoramic scene about how the song is written, we start writing a song and you think that it's done. By the time you finish and track it, there's like at least 60 changes Damn. in how the riffs were put together, what to change, which is kind of cool because like we take our time, you know, because we're kind of doing it when we have time and are available to do it. Right. But as time goes on, you kind of, get to hear it again and again and you start getting new ideas so you start adding you start adding or changing what you originally played for something that you feel is more fitting so that's why we have a lot of changes but at the same time you kind of have to learn when to take the tourniquet off because <laughs> you keep it on there your yeah, fucking gonna... song will never be done right you know you gotta be like all right that's it that's that's enough it's, we've been doing it too long. Got to move on. But, um, yeah, so we're, we've been working on this, basically this album for four or five years now. Um, we're just finished recently, the last couple of months, the fourth song. Um, we have, uh, exciting news, which once it's confirmed, we'll put it out in the future on, uh, mastering it and, uh, Getting a really good fucking drummer to help us out. Yeah, you were talking about it before we started recording. It's if it happens, yeah, it's it's gonna be huge. That'd be it's gonna be big. Over the moon with that, bro. It's a big name. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah! It's a big name, <laughs> and yeah. I, you guys deserve it, man. You guys, like I said, you guys are incredible musicians. Um, you know, touching back on some of the DIY that we're talking about. Part of the reason why this album has taken so long too mm. is because the level of drumming 
that is required to accompany this music, it's very difficult yeah. to find a drummer that can actually do it. That can do it. Yeah, I can imagine. And that has the patience to stick around and actually see it through. Because they're, you know, Tech Death has a lot of changes, a lot of tempo changes, and it has a lot of different riffs. So. But, um, so our solution to that is, hey, we got superior drummer, and there's expansion packs, yeah. and you can write drums. And Jesus fucking Christ, dude, to write a fucking drum I hate programming drums, too. So a much. Song, so much. It takes us months, bro. Honestly, I feel like if we all, if we put all the days together, I would, let's say a song takes us maybe 30 full calendar days to be put together, mm. start to finish. Um, Writing the fucking drums to that thing takes us three to four months. Damn. No, it's, I, I bet, man. It's, it's a lot of intricate stuff. You guys programmed it really well, though. Like it's, it's good. But thankfully, hey, we took our time. We had if, the time, you know. If there's any drummers out there that want to challenge themselves and you think you know how to play Tech Death, hit these hey, guys hell up. Hell yeah, dude. What a lot. Hit it. these guys up. Challenge yourself. See if you can fucking hang with these guys because I don't know if you can, but if you can. Give it a shot. And, you know, we're all cool dudes, man. Drink beer, just hang out, like to talk about music. We like brothers. It's a brotherhood. So you, you guys released the uh, lyric video on YouTube for Transcendent. Um, song name? Somniphage Incursion. Okay, I can't pronounce that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Somniphage yeah. Incursion. I said check that, guys. Check that out on YouTube. Um, you guys planning to release an EP full length? What's, what's the plan? Yeah, um, so considering where we want the project to go to, we need to do some legal stuff and some uh, contract stuff, right. of course, make sure it goes through right. If it does, it's going to require time, but it, it'll be worth it. I mean, fuck, we're already almost five years into it. Fuck you it. Know? I mean, what? Whatever. No se pierde nada. Yeah. Um, fuck it. Get it done right. So let's hope uh, this stuff pans out hopefully next year. Sometime before the summer would be great. Nice. And then I think that's our goal to have the all four songs mastered done and uh collaborated on. Um shoot a video. Nice. It'd be cool. Never done a video before. Should be Yeah, hey, you never done a lyric video before either, but look at you now. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So it's pretty cool, man. We're just we're having fun. We're having fun. And then uh, I was going to tell you, man, one thing you should be doing, um, just throwing it out there, mm-hmm. is uh, say you're one hell of a guitar player. I think you should start putting more videos out there, man, of just you. Yeah. Either playing your stuff from your band, playing some covers, playing a little bit of snippets here and there. I've been doing it. It's been helping me out a lot, be a better oh, guitar yeah. player. But also even in the, even social media-wise, you know, you kind of have to build a following. If, yeah. if I can build a little bit, dude, you're a much better guitar player than I am. You can do way better <laughs> than me. Thanks, man. Like, I think you should be doing that, dude. I think you're right on the money, man. I mean, I think uh, not only just because of the times, and this is basically your best bet. This is the perfect time. Yeah, it's a perfect time. You can be working on your stuff, you know, and building it. Um, but I do plan on uh, starting to work on putting out more videos, um, putting out more, more songs. 
um, as soon as I get done with this, our our band thing, I plan on uh, releasing a solo Shredder album. Oh, I've always okay. wanted to do a That's Shredder awesome. album. Hell yeah. So we'll see how it goes. It'll be my first take on, on writing something like that. But That's a cool, interesting challenge, dude. I'm excited for it. So. I, I'm really looking forward to that now. <laughs> I'm Thanks, really sir. looking forward to that. I hope I hope uh it doesn't take me four or five years. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We'll leave it at that. Make sure you guys check out Transcendent on YouTube. Check out the lyric video. Follow these guys. Following Vey over here. He's gonna be hopefully releasing more videos. Hopefully seeing more of you, man. Uh, we're definitely gonna do this again because, like I said, the plan was to talk to you about death metal and tech death, and we went to uh, Shredders. Uh, so we'll, we'll do network. We'll, we'll do we'll do another part. We'll do a part two, man. Sounds good. Thanks for your time, bro. Looking forward. Awesome. See ya. If you guys made it this far and listened to this whole episode of the All Right Take Five podcast, thank you so much. You guys are the greatest. I love you all. Huge shout out and thanks go out to my brothers and boys from Armados, Ruben Gonzalez, for helping me program the drums for the intro music that you heard. Thanks, my boy. You killed it. Thanks to my boy Chato for giving me the micro SD memory card, allowing me to record this podcast anywhere and everywhere I need to. And of course, huge thanks to my friend Ingve Nunez for joining me this week on the episode of the All Right Take 5 podcast. Make sure you tune in next week for a brand new guest, and I'll leave you all with the latest single from his band Transcendent. Make sure to check it out on YouTube. This is their song, Somnifage Incursion. Crank it up, and we'll see you all next week.